If this is the Matrix, I want a reboot. I know. You <laughs> something like, tropical and peaceful. <laughs> uh, cancel my trial period of 2020. <laughs> Done. Before they start charging. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, Cappies. Welcome, welcome to Historical AF, the mini gabs of many gabs. We'll see how long this one lasts. My name is Natalie. I'm Kina. And I'm Rachel. Yay! Yay. We're so excited to have you. You're our newest Patreon fam to join us. We've been trying to get you on here a while, and the stars have aligned. The stars of the COVID virus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly the virus, but maybe yeah, the stars. Constellation, yes. <laughs> yeah. There's any silver lining to the world pandemic. Uh, you're here. Yay. <laughs> you know, we're all healthy at the moment, so that's good. I'm trying to think of all the good things every day instead of all the annoying or depressing ones. Yes, I support that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes. we woke up. We have dogs. The sun's out. The sun is out. Finally, the sun is out. <laughs> oh, yeah. All day I had the patio door open and it was nice. It was so nice today. I put a fan in front of it and it just like, oh, I, I'm glad I haven't had to use my air conditioning or my heater too much. It's been actually pretty nice weather. Yeah, yeah. Finally. It was really gloomy all last week. I was yeah. like, well, this is not a good start to this whole quarantine business. It's too dark and gloomy and rainy and I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I want to go for walks. I want to do things. Yes. <laughs> I would say I've never seen my neighbors walk more. Like I see people actually like taking their kids out and walking dogs. I've like never seen these people before. And I'm like, where do you live? Like it's uh, getting in shape. I guess I keep, getting back to I keep laughing at uh at Emery because he will like stand stand talking to me and after about six minutes he's like, I'm gonna go sit down now. I'm like, because this is the longest you've stand you stood. Like six minutes. <laughs> He's like, yeah, my back. I'm gonna go back and like play some more Mordor on PlayStation Four. Oh, right. Is he having to work from home too? Like for what he does, is he doing a lot? He's a librarian too, and uh, he doesn't have a whole lot. But they put it's called Nisha Academy, and it's like they can put all kinds of trainings on there. So they're wanting us to watch them from home. So he's mostly been like training stuff. And granted, he's He's um working on D and D projects. He does D and D at one of the libraries for he does like three or four groups a week, and so he's been actually like writing stories and making characters for that. Too. Cool. Oh, that's really cool. I saw a bunch of tweets about like dads that like the wives are still essential, so now they're having to take care of the kids. Or like we're teaching the kids how to play D and D, so they'll stop talking. <laughs> like a whole thread, and I was like, that's really cool because the kids get so into it that yeah. they don't run around like heathens that's so funny when we were kids so my mom worked on weekends she worked like an x-ray so she always worked at a hospital and she did like two back-to-back double shifts so on weekends we were always home with my dad now like we always knew that dad was not the mama so like we like to get away with murder we like pulled all kinds of hijinks it's just like dad's here it's fine (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I love that. That's so fun. Although we're talking like, don't t- touch your face. And I've already done it like three times. Yeah. I touch my face constantly, but I, I rarely leave. Like, I haven't left in six days. Yeah. So I'm, I'm staying home. Like, this is Yeah, it. I haven't left in probably about a week. We had stuff delivered. And they did a thing. It's like so covert. You get a text and it's like, the person's about to leave your groceries on your front step. Do not open your door. And then, like, you see him, like, st- like scuttle away. And then you get a text me, like, it's safe to open your door now. <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate it. But I'm like, I feel so, like, top secret, confidential. And then they're, like, down the road. And they, like, give you a thumbs up as they drive away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ah. Yeah. Although it takes, like, a week and some change to even get groceries. So um, I'm trying yeah. to see, like, what are we going to need? And April 5th. That was the first place like two days ago that I could get it. So I was like, oh, let's just guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a, it is crazy. I think they're starting to limit who can be in buildings. I think they're limited to like 50 people now and stuff. It's getting yeah. Weird. My grocery stores, but I do know most places are they're very yeah. limiting. And Little Rock and maybe North Little Rock too. I don't know. They they did extend the the curfew. So now you have to be at home by 9 p.m. It oh. was midnight, and now it's nine, and yeah. you can't leave until five or six in the morning. Wow, yeah, we don't have that yet. San Antonio is like on lockdown, and so is Austin. But it's <laughs> just all like, eh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I drove through. I was just kind of stir crazy, so I went for a drive, and I just walked. I went by the park, and it was like normal people playing on the playground. There was like groups of twenty some of the people playing basketball, and I'm like. This is not going to be great. And then drove by like HB and Walmart and they were packed. And I'm like, it does not look any different. Yeah. Pictures yep. of other cities and it's like crickets. You don't see a single person. I was like, yeah. you can tell who's taking it seriously and who's not. Yeah. <laughs> we just got our fourth case today. So I've like, oh, yeah. no, died here. And like, they haven't released the name, but one is in Sherwood and Emory. This is where Emory's apartment and the mm-hmm. branch that he works at is in Sherwood. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, oh, we're wondering if it was like a patron we knew, like, you know, yeah. and I know it's like a big city, so it's like highly unlikely, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's still like, you just wonder, but they haven't released the name yet. Yeah. And I know they've had other deaths, but that was the one that's kind of closest to yeah. living. Yeah, yeah. They won't tell us cities. They'll tell us county. So there's been four in our county and then, they released that one person was at the HEB in a town like 20 minutes from here. But they're yeah. like, between this time, we know she was at HEB, so you might have been infected. I was like, oh, okay. Um, before we dive too much into the rabbit hole and whatnot, Kina, what did you discover? Oh, I didn't really discover anything. I was just trying to find something funny again. <laughs> so, I mean, that's fine. It's all the same. So I found an article, 33 Hilarious Historical Facts to Brighten Up Your Day. Excellent. Why not? We all need brightening up, right? In fact, indeed, yes. <laughs> the first one, the first knock-knock joke is attributed to Shakespeare. It appears in Macbeth, Act 2, Scene 3, and is told by a very hungover porter. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't think I paid attention to a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah. I'm a terrible student i know they like force us to like read a bunch of that but i didn't get it so i just it's like you know somebody honked do you have any pets rachel i do we have a dog she's a beagle and a coonhelm and her name is myra and she's so cute i'm like kind of obsessed but that's fine understandably 
If you weren't obsessed, then I would be actually more concerned. Oh, oh that's good. I'm like that <laughs> life. All of my maternal instincts. <laughs> so in 1957, the BBC successfully pranked many of its viewers by successfully convincing them that Switzerland was currently enjoying a fantastic crop of spaghetti. There's so, <laughs> a picture. They just put spaghetti on trees and then convinced a bunch of people that they were growing it. I wish yeah. I was I love spaghetti. <laughs> like if I could grow it, that'd be a plant I would actually like. <laughs> uh, right. In 585 BC, a solar eclipse terrified so many of the Medeans and the Linians that they forgot that they were in the middle of a war. Oh. oh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> they just stopped fighting and then ran away. So I mean that's one way to do it. <laughs> Get the cosmos involved. Yeah. yeah. Whoever invented the fire hydrant deserves a lot of credit, but we'll never know who to give it to. The patent for the life-saving device burned in a fire. The <laughs> irony. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Emperor Claudius issued an official edict allowing farting at Roman dining tables after hearing that a man had died from holy infatuates. <laughs> That's a hard word to say. Why is that a hard word to say? I don't know. <sighs> How do you die from that? That's- I feel like that is an expert piece of propaganda. <laughs> you need to be able to fart. So I'm going to want to say this. It could. It, I I buy that too. Yeah. <laughs> On his deathbed, 17th century French historian and philosopher Voltaire was urged to renounce Satan. Quote, this is no time to be making new enemies, he said. <laughs> Oh, God. So the story goes, faced with fending off 150,000 strong invading armies with only 100 warriors of his own, Shu General Zhang Ling flung the gates of the town wide open, hopped on top of the gate and played his lute, awaiting the inevitable. The invading general suspected a trap and then fled with his 150,000 men. Moral of the story, like, if you're outnumbered, just do something really weird and they'll be like, it's a trap. <laughs> go away. We gotta go. <laughs> Was it a shame flute? That would be even no. Faced with $500 bounty on his head, infamous pirate Jean Lafitte, Lafitte turned the tables on the governor who had issued it. He issued his own bounty for the governor's head for $5,000. Wow, that's good oh. thinking. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen that video going around of the people that created their own Pirates of the Caribbean in their house? Oh my gosh, no. It's so funny. Laundry basket, and they're like they sit in it and they're pushing it around, and they have like a a baby gate, and then somebody's like shaking keys at their dog, and there's just like yeah. the drunk people on the table with the feet moving, and then somebody chasing the husband and wife around the counter. I was like, oh, that's so funny. This is amazing. Yeah, that must have taken forever to do. Forever, right? I appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> the popular Swedish power metal band. Sabaton teaches history in their music. Among their hits, they have an entire album dedicated to teaching their listeners about World War II. And there's a photo, and they're like super like headbanging and yeah. I'll have to listen. I know. <laughs> uh, in 1799, a young boy found a rock and his family used it as a doorstop for three years before they found out that it was solid gold. Oh, okay. That would be my luck. Uh, totally be yeah. there's all those stories that people have something and they just think it's garbage and then it turns out to be worth like millions and they're like god damn it right. 
I wish I had that problem. <laughs> I do not. Archaeologists digging in a medieval town of Odense in Denmark discovered 700-year-old barrels of poop. It even smelled still. Wow. And then it says, wow. I wonder if they prepare you for that scent in archaeology school. And I'm going to say, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they don't. <laughs> so I wonder what they did with that after they found it. I I don't know. I wonder why there's so many barrels unless they were using it for like yeah, manure or maybe some kind of... Isn't there like weapons you can make out of poop? Maybe Probably. I'm making that up. I don't know. <laughs> don't quote me on that. Yeah. <laughs> when Charles Darwin first discovered giant tortoises on the Galapagos Islands, he tried to ride them. Unfortunately, he fell off. I can... I can respect I that. I mean, if you're going to see a giant turtle, are you not going to try to ride it? <laughs> I just love that humans were dumbasses then as they would be now. Like, the only thing different is that someone needs their phone shooting that to put it on TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Or make a like meme out of it. Like, the inventor of the, you know, origin of the species. The <laughs> survival of the fittest is the first person to hop on a turtle. <laughs> I would ride a turtle. I would. I would try. Yeah. <laughs> They can get very large. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. After the Lichtenstein army's last battle in 1866, 81 of its soldiers returned unharmed. The problem was that they only sent 80. Apparently they brought an Italian friend back with them. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's like best case scenario. You leave with 80, you come with 81. Yeah. You didn't lose anybody. As a would-be assassin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ned look. Go Sabrinovic. Okay. Perfect. All right. <laughs> oh, yay, Russian. Was an epic failure. When trying to assassinate Franz Ferdinand, he blew up the wrong car because he forgot about the 10-second timer on his bomb. And then he the arsenic capsule he took to evade capture was too old to work. So they actually they caught him. Oh. oh. Can you imagine? You're going to be like, I'm going to do the most epic assassination of all time. And then you watch yeah. it and you get caught. Yeah. Like, God damn it. It's just a bad day. It's a terrible day. <laughs> After a long trek across, across Gaul, which was France, the Emperor Caligula, so little boots, instructed his troops to collect seashells rather than launch their plane attack on Britain. So we talked about that in like episode two. God damn it, little boots. In 1976, the U.S. prepared an army of tanks, helicopters, B-52 bombers, special forces, Taekwondo experts, and soldiers with grenade launchers to cut down a single tree that was blocking their view of the North Korean side. The code name was Operation Paul Bunyan. The tree lost. <laughs> Why Taekwondo experts? <laughs> Why do you need a bomber for that? Or a grenade launcher? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> President Jimmy Carter was once attacked by a giant, giant swimming rabbit when fishing in Georgia. Oh, as you I didn't, I didn't yeah. know rabbits like swam. Same. I'm gonna have to Google that later. Giant <laughs> swimming rabbit. I just and imagine with little like swim caps on. Andrew Jackson's parrot cursed so loudly and for so long during the former president's funeral that the wicked bird had to be removed from surface as the shocked mourners watched. Also, like, it's nice they brought the parrot to his funeral. 
Yeah. <laughs> Seems like an odd choice. <laughs> I feel like it'd be hilarious to have like a parrot dropping expletives at your funeral. Maybe like after. Yeah. Oh, we're almost done. In the 14th century, a group of young men from Modena stole a bucket <laughs> from Bologna. The outraged bull, oh, oh God, how do you say that? Bolognese? Bolognese? I don't know. Declared war to get the bucket back. With 2,000 mm-hmm. casualties, the war was <laughs> the bloodiest of the Middle Ages. It's known today as the War of the Bucket. And they never got their bucket back. Oh. What was it? There's nothing in the bucket. It was just a. It was just a bucket. Okay, there's a picture. <laughs> it's a wood bucket. Oh, <laughs> a baboon named Jackie became a private in the South African Army and actually fought in the Battle of Passchendaele. Daily, daily. He was renowned for his hearing, and he could warn his fellow soldiers when the enemy was approaching. He would stand in formation. He saluted, and he collected pay. This one I, I think I've mentioned to you. When the men of a tiny Welsh village refused to give up the medicine they were testing, scientists made a huge discovery. It didn't cure angina, which is a heart thing. It actually made something else. Viagra. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's made for hearts. Had a, I guess, fortunate accident, like side effect. I don't know. Uh, in the middle of a fierce debate in the Senate, a letter was handed to Julius Caesar. His suspicious rival, Cato, demanded that he read the letter aloud to the rest of the senators. It was a steamy love letter from his sister. Yes. That's the best. Ooh, another rabbit. Napoleon was once attacked by a horde of killer rabbits. Hundreds of deranged bunnies swarmed the hapless conqueror during a celebratory hunt, biting his leg and his butt. Don't go hunting rabbits. I mean... Tale as old as time. The German U-boat U-1206, which is my birthday, was sunk by its own toilet. The complex toilet required a special technician to flush it, and when a sailor flushed it himself, it flooded the compartments, forcing the sub to surface, where it was promptly torpedoed, and it sank. What? (sighs) You'd hate to be that guy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) confederate cavalry commander james ewell brown or jeb stewart sent a telegram to union general montgomery c meggs complaining about the quality of the mules he had stolen from the union soldiers general meggs wrote will in the future please furnish better mules those you have furnished recently are very inferior so you're gonna steal them and then you're gonna send a hate letter to the person you stole it from like (laughs) you better shit that i can steal later Oh, I've heard of this one. In 1919, 2.3 million gallons tank exploded, turning the streets of Boston into rivers of molasses. According to some reports, the initial wave of syrup hit the city at a 40-foot high wave. What? It sounds like delicious and terrifying at the same time. (laughs) Terrifying and delicious. Yeah, I heard a lot of people died. It didn't say on this how many people died, but I was like, yeah. at first, I'm like, oh, that's a funny tragedy. Never mind. People died. Oh. And it'd be like really sticky to clean up. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, old Ben Franklin writing under his pseudonym, Poor Richard Saunders. Ben Franklin published an obituary for a still living rival in his hallmac. <laughs> oh. so, old timey trolling. Just write a really fancy obituary for somebody you don't like and see what happens 1776 burn <laughs> oh his I, mean, I guess you had a lot of time then right and you didn't have the internet so what else are you gonna do 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get mad. I'm going to write a letter. Let me get my quill. <laughs> Hold on. I have this sent to you by me. I'm write you this speed burn as soon as I fill my ink well. Uh, but I guess, you know, by the time you get done writing it, you're probably not as mad. I mean, now we can text so fast for piss, but yes, to physically write it down, you're probably not as mad by the time you're done. Yes. I'm still pretty mad. True. How about you, Natalie? What have you brought to us today on this fine, fine day? Uh, mine is just short and sweet. To earlier today, Emery and I we watched a movie. Oh, what is it called? It's like Hell on the Border, something like that, and oh. it's about um, Bass Reeves. So it's a real man, um, a black cowboy, and. It's just kind of cool because, you know, you don't really know much about it. Western movies have been so whitewashed forever. And yeah. history doesn't really cover African-American cowboys, especially after the Civil War. And yeah. So this movie is like definitely an independent one. It was not the greatest in the world. Like, <laughs> like the acting was okay and... Just, you know, it was just, it was okay. Very independent film. I'll put it that way. Very independent. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but I do like, I do think it's a good movie that was made. Like, I'm glad it was made. And the guy that played uh, Bass Reeves, he was actually pretty good. And it does have the guy that plays, um, I forget his name over time, but he's the original Hellboy. What? I don't know his name, but he's Hellboy. <laughs> and this other guy who was Matthias in... Longmire, mm. he played Native American. He was also one of the bad guys in Doctor Sleep, and wow. so there's a couple of decent actors there. But uh, yeah, Hell on the Border—that's what it's called. So we watched that earlier today, and it just was really fascinating to me about this guy. He was the first black U.S. marshal, oh, and, he, cool. and this was in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Oh, so it's actually yeah. like local history. Yeah, and. So yeah, first Black W. Marshall um, west of the Mississippi. And he mostly worked in Arkansas and Oklahoma Territory. I like that he could actually speak multiple languages. Like, he actually got to know some of the tribes, Native American languages, and could That's speak cool. with them. Yeah. He even, like, grew up on some of the tribes, like, after the Civil War and whatnot. So, like, they accepted him a lot. So I don't think you have to... He had to fight as much as other folks, mostly white people, because you know, <laughs> terrible. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But one of his cool things, like the probably like one thing is really neat, is that he arrested more than three thousand felons in his career. Oh wow! And he only shot and killed fourteen of them in self defense. Oh. So it'd be like that awesome and like injustice. That's really impressive. Um, yeah, that's all I got. And like, there's a lot more about him, but I just wanted to at least share that like little fun facts. Well, yeah. he deserves a high budget film. Yes, that's what I thought. I'm like, man, I'm glad this was made, but yeah, wish right? they upped it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's no like offense to the actors. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It might have been the dialogue. I, sometimes I never know if it's like the writing or the actors or a little both. Or both, yeah. Yeah. Or the directing. <laughs> Breathy? Is that what you oh, The, huh? <laughs> sorry, the directing. <laughs> Or the directing. No, you said yeah. breathy. Like, were they breathy? Like, no. <laughs> what, what a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It made me think of um, the remake, the live action of Cinderella. I love an actress, but I hate how she plays Cinderella. Oh, she, yeah. ah, like this very breathy, airy voice. I'm like, bitch, I know that's not your voice. No, Just talk plain. Not normal. It's okay. Oh. Princesses don't need to sound like that. They don't right. have to. This is their princess voice. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's why I'm like, that is an actually okay question to ask me. I, like, oh. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The directing was pretty good, but I could tell like a lot of the camera holding was like um, on their shoulder versus the stand. And so there's just some sections that I'm like, okay, very independent, but yeah. very knowledgeable and it was pretty true. Like it was more like a TV documentary, almost just story mode versus. Yeah. So I highly recommend hell on the border and to give a look up of uh, Bass Reeves. Cause he was awesome. He had like a million children though. I'm like, good Lord. <laughs> was that on Netflix? Uh, we actually checked it out from the library. So we had it on DVD. I don't know if it was. I don't think it's on Netflix, but you can check it out at your library then. <laughs> um, very years. Ooh, as a peace officer in the Indian ter- territory. So he had lots of long career. 32 years. Man. He's a long man. Has there ever been like a like really big movie based on like Portsmouth? Because it was one of the biggest areas for it was like the gateway to the outlaws and uh, most of the Martians came out of there and like the hanging judge and stuff. I don't think I've ever seen a movie like Parker. Is that the judge you're talking about? Yeah. And he, his characters in this, like a supposedly um, Bass worked for him. Like Bass is Parker is the one that gave him the marshal, like promoted him to marshal. Wow. And apparently and that's actually his descendant. Parker is Emery's yeah. ancestor. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's like the deadliest judge in U.S. history. I know. I mean, like, also, like, yeah. They're also bringing like thousands of people to him to try. So it's that's a, true. Probably not really a fair. You know, he wasn't that deadly. Well, um, I know. How can we justify half the stuff we know? Because one, we weren't there, and we don't have the documentation that we do now. Yeah. Um, I mean, how how were documentation done before selfies? I don't understand. <laughs> Or they burn. Like, like ancestry is is crazy. Like, I think there's a serial killer in there. I don't know. It's, it's why we're not gonna have children. <laughs> oh <my> gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a legitimate fear of mine to birth a serial killer. Yeah. How do you explain that to people? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, Emory is very pro adoption. So if we, which is the biggest if in the world and probably just a hard no, and we would adopt. That's just how it would be. Yeah. 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 Regardless of that, look up Bass Reeves. It's amazing. And yeah. that movie was pretty good. It's worth a watch. It, it deserves the support, I think. I've heard of him before, but I'm just surprised that there's not been any bigger movies. Yeah. 
I figure that's the way people know about historical figures the most is books and movies. So they should get on. Most that. definitely. Yeah. My sister wrote. I think she was going to do a contest a long time ago. It was uh, to write an episode of Supernatural. Yeah. The TV show, The Ghost Thing. And she wrote an episode about Fort Smith and The Hanging Judge. And uh, it was really good. But I don't think she ever submitted it. But I don't know why that popped in my head. But it was a really good episode. <laughs> I know in, in Supernatural, they come to Little Rock for an episode. Yeah, yeah, they do. Cool. I don't. They're not. I don't think they actually came to Little Rock. That's the downside. But they got arrested. Supposedly in Little Rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Emery and I were talking about um, the new Vacation remake, uh, and they come through Hot Springs, Arkansas, and <laughs> they meet the most redneck of rednecks with a rat on his shoulder. Yes. There's a runner who pushes him off. Like I don't know him. Like the rat. Oh my god. Can Arkansas be represented in any better capacity? <laughs> I know. Like we're not all that. We're, we are not what you see on TV, and it's so frustrating because when people meet us, they're usually like, "Oh, this doesn't make sense." Because they're like expecting no shoes. They're expecting like a really horrible accent, and most Arkansans yeah. don't really have a thick accent. We're pretty neutral because we're kind of more Midwest. Yeah, kind of aligned, and I'm like. I don't, I don't know. It's just might fluctuate so bad. It depends on who I'm talking to. I know. Well, I'm in the hills. I guess imitator. Yeah. In Little Rock, it was more muted. We were kind of in between. If you're really Southern Arkansas, you're going to be really twangy too. But if <laughs> like, you have an accent, it's still like people just assume you're dumb. Like just because you yeah. might slow, then your brain is slow. Like no, that's not related at all. Yeah. All right, enough about Arkansas <laughs> crazy job, <laughs> Rachel. So you're joining on this. <laughs> this is fun. It's cool. Be our friends. Like <laughs> <Yeah>, friends. <laughs> so you go to seminary with we talked to. Yes. And uh, so she kind of talked to us about what got her into it. What got you into it? Oh man. <laughs> Loaded question, huh? Wow. Huh. Okay, so I don't know. So I was teaching yoga before, and I worked at like a crisis and suicide hotline. And uh, so probably always like being around people. And I guess like the church just seemed right. It's sort of like feeling like, you know, those those claw machines. Mm -hmm. It sort of just felt like, you know, God just did that pick me up whoop, and drop me somewhere else. And I was like, okay, cause that makes sense. <laughs> no, so, I love that explanation so much. That's so amazing. Cause it was like, so out of left field, like I really wasn't in the church and uh, I like actually wasn't baptized until like 2015. Um, I assumed that I had been because both of my parents were Catholic, but no. So, <laughs> That's like, no. Is it, like with Episcopal, right? Yes. Okay. So with that, is it similar to other places? Like you have to be baptized specifically into that church or do you like, does any, if you're baptized Catholic, if you thought you were, would they accept that? Yes. Yes. So one baptism, it doesn't matter. Like you could be like Southern Baptist, you could be Catholic anywhere on the spectrum. And yes. One okay. baptism. Well, that's nice because a lot of religions are not so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's getting dark. Oh man, that was bright. Okay. Blinded by the light. That's really nice. I really do like Episcopal. I think it's probably one of the more, I don't know, it just seems more nice. I don't know. That's not the word, but more accepting of everybody. Yeah. But I find it really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the fact that women can be, you know, a part of it is like really cool to me because yeah. there's not very many religions that do that. So it's- yeah. yeah. I mean, finally, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And have two of you in our Patreon, I just broke up. <laughs> like, how did we like land both of you? It's so fun. Yay. Well, well, we're like we're both history nerds, and Episcopalians are also whiskey palians, and um, <laughs> we also are like kind of both irreverent, I think. I, I mean, I think I can say that. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So you have to do Lent, right? Are you giving up? Did you give up anything or do anything or is that? Yeah. So um, it is. I don't know. (laughs) No, it is. So it's a weird Lent, right? Because we are uh, not able to actually do church like we're used to. Mm -hmm. And so um, it, I feel very disconnected from that liturgical season this year because yeah. For me, like, it's really, I love talking to people on the internet, like our class uh, started having like coffee talk and doing that. And that's awesome. But I have a hard time praying like that because I like need to be like in the room with someone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I was wondering how different things were going to be for everybody with Lynn because of the circumstances. But yeah. It's uh, it'll be interesting. There'll be no other year like this. That is so true. You'll look back at this and be like, "Man, remember that time? Yeah, do it all online. (laughs) What? Yeah, it's funny. You know, my norm, my usual practice instead of giving up something for Lent is to like add a spiritual practice. So I try to like uh, maybe walk or run or meditate or do something like that because that feels a little more loving. Yeah, more meaningful than uh, giving up something like random. So I love that so much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I never know that. I never knew that you could do something versus just taking yeah. away. That, sorry, I mean Maria. Marie said that. And <laughs> Maria. <laughs> just kept going. Marie, you need more vowels in your name. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because you're never like too many vowels in the name. Oh, and, and, you know, you just go that twain, you gotta find a middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, have you always been a dog person or yes? <laughs> we grew up, we always had dogs. My parents had dogs, so there's this picture of me when I'm like a little Rachel learning to crawl and me and the beagle are in the same pose. It's like amazing. And so, yeah, we've always had dogs. And um, so when we came to Swanee, which is like dog capital USA, um, we had to get a dog. That's awesome. Love dogs. And (laughs) Uh, being a librarian, what are you reading? Reading anything? School related things. I'm still working through like the Smoke and Bone trilogy, but yeah. So I haven't been reading as much as I want to. 
because school reading takes over. Oh, yeah. yes. I really was fascinated by Marie's book that, that she mentioned in the book chats right. about some of the ones that she's researching for a paper. Uh, yeah. What kind of books are your go-tos for research and whatnot? Yeah. So I am reading this book. I think it just came out this year and it's about uh, spirit possession in Paul and okay. um, which is super cool. So like I can get really nerdy about the apostle Paul and like yeah. also like apocalypticism is my jam. And uh, I'm also in an Oxford movement class. Marie's also in that class. So I have, like I'm doing research with like the Roberson project at Swanee, which is a project that looks at uh, Swanee's past with slavery and racism. Oh, and wow. so a lot of it is like primary source content and looking through the archive and uh, looking at, especially the bishops in the Episcopal church, because Swanee is an Episcopal school and really holding the church accountable for slavery and its participation in that. That's amazing. So I'm like, yes. Oh my God. My nerd heart is like, (laughs) oh, I love that so much. Yeah. So that, that is, uh, that's really good. And I'm like a weirdo and really like to go through those primary sources because you can find some good stuff in there. Yeah. It's so cool. I love primary sources. So good. I was so excited the other day I posted uh, people are journaling right now because this is going to be a very important part in the future for history. Yeah. For people to write down their experiences and quarantine. Oops, sorry. And then yeah. Mike, who's written in so many of our listener stories, he was like, I've been journaling. I have like 50 pages. Yeah. <laughs> I was like people that love their primary sources are the ones that are journaling. And yes. Get all nerdy about them. Yes. 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 Yeah, maybe I could journal. Maybe that could be my Lenten practice. I used to journal all the time and I stopped. But that's a good idea. (laughs) Are you crafty or any other kind of hobbies that you like to do? Um, I like to doodle and uh, not, but like drawing people's names or letters. Um, I'm really good at that. Or at least I think I am. (laughs) Um, And I like to run. I'm a marathon runner. So that takes a special person. It does. I'm not that special. I did a half marathon. And as soon as we finished, I was like, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) That's cool. So I'm not special. Keen is half special. And you're like, I'm half special. I hate it. I hate running. I don't know why. Yeah, I think too much. I think I think some people find it therapeutic, and I just yes, I think it can be. It can also be like torture, and so I think actually runners are sort of crazy because Mm -hmm. it's like and both. It's like there are times when it's amazing and times when it just sucks, and you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I I don't mind exercising if the temperature is right. I'm so hot natured, and I get very hot very easily, and like. Oh man, when I used to be in sports, my face would look like a cherry tomato. And I'm like, I get really bad headaches and stuff. So it's like, yeah. if the weather is right, then it's fine. But oh, summer's not my friend. But I used to do a lot of swimming though. I like to swim laps. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's my jam. Swimming. And I like that you are a word doodler. Um, there's actually like font artists, yeah. and you can actually like, specialize in just that, mm-hmm. on so that cool. um, series on Netflix 
Is it called just, I think it's called just abstract. That's what it is. Abstract. There yeah. is an episode of it that is about a font artist in New York. That's and, so cool. And their process of designing letters and words and fonts and everything. Oh, that's really cool. There we go. Nah, finally got to it. <laughs> that's what typography. Have you, uh, <laughs> on Fiverr, it's this thing where you can, people can buy services. There's a lot of people that do that on there for money. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I should check that out. Cool. Yeah. That's where we got our on Fiverr. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It's, it's, a, it's a weird time for artists, too, because everybody's struggling. So it's like yeah. you want to support artists, but at the same time, you're like, I have to save my money. So yes. it's going to be a weird few months, I think. Yeah. I'm just glad I have time to paint, at least somewhat. I haven't painted a lot, but I plan to do um, art lessons through the library. Yeah. So, like, it's like a win-win on both. Like, mm-hmm. great, I'm going to paint this video and put it on our Facebook and then uh, and then sell it whenever we're done. Yeah. Things get back to more normal. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, my friend uh, Julie, the one that works for the Haunted ATX, she's doing little yeah. online art lessons for friends, kids, and stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paint by the Twist does it too now. They have like curbside pickups. So you can go pick up, they have little cups of paints, two brushes, canvas, and you just pick Ooh. it up to a Facebook Live thing. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Good job, guys. That's a great idea. Right. <laughs> yes. I will say that when put into this, Nobody could have predicted this. Nobody knew this was going to happen. But just to see how people are adapting so quickly is so yeah. fascinating. Yes. You know, restaurants, like breweries and artists and everybody is really, they're doing things that they would never have done before. So in a way, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Like artists in the country making masks and doing like, they're like artistic flair on it, but they're still saving lives. I'm like, it's just yeah. such a cool thing that we never would have done before this. So. Yes. Yes. It's really, I think like after all of this, it'll be really interesting to see like what has changed, you know, for the better. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, because I, I, I think a lot of goodness is coming out even in a lot of like chaos. So yeah, I, I love more appreciative. Even like nature wise, some of the most polluted places in the world, like mm-hmm. birds are chirping again and the mm-hmm. water's clear and people can like see animals. This never happened. Like, I think it was uh, Florence, right? Was it yeah, Florence? Italy, people like fish are swimming back in the canals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Super clear. Water's and like, clear. you see the trash at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and China's pollution is the lowest it's ever been. I can't remember which city. I guess Hong Kong, probably, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know things. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw the from space. You can actually see like city lights now in China, which they've never been able to. It's small. Wow. It's, it's wild. I was wondering how fast we go back when things go back to normal. Oh yeah, because yeah. people. Are people yeah. Plus we're not running okay. cars. There's not any exhaust, and then yeah. just normal people. Yeah, yeah. But it shows that it can be done because before this, yeah. it's like, oh, climate change, we can't do anything, and now this proves yeah. that we can. So we, we can, yes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But also, like the music aspect, the people, um, even a Patreon of ours, Crystal, she played her cello in front of a store or something, and it's just like so beautiful. Like people yeah. 
in these areas where people are kind of stressed and panicked and these musicians are going and playing music and people that are quarantined singing from their balconies. I'm like, this is like yes. a beauty. Yes. All this horror. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Although I love the TikToks. It's like shows Italy or by singing and playing music. And then it shows in America. So my like doing the frozen siren call. People are like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? Yeah. I'm tempted to do that one day because I have kids that live. I'm like, maybe they'll do it back. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yes. Um, TikTok. Yes. Though I heard there's a challenge of like licking a toilet seat and now people are getting contracted viruses with that. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Amory just told me about it like an hour or two ago. I am speechless. <laughs> I just one girl licked a toilet seat and then challenged other people and now ca- more cases are popping up because of it. That's how you get like typhoid and shit. Yeah. No, this is a complete disgusting thing to do. And I don't know if it's like their own or public, but regardless, it is horrible. It's probably the same people that eat Tide Pods. Let's be real. Right? I'm like, do these people, these people don't even have children? Like, if they're just um I I can't. I, I love the memes going around. There's like, listen, stop blaming millennials. We're all staying at home, yelling at our parents not to go anywhere. It's right. these Gen Z motherfuckers that are going out. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's extremists. I think we do have the dumb millennials that yeah. are out in Miami partying on the beach until the governor just banned the beach. Like we oh, do have those dumb shit millennials. And then we have the others that are super high anxiety, maybe hiding in a closet. Thinking the world's about to crash, calling all the old people they know. I think we have both extremes in here going on. (laughs) I meant to Google this a while ago. I want to do it. What's the oldest millennial age right now? Like, where's the break between Z? It's 35. Yeah. The youngest turned 24 this year. Okay. So there will be some dumbasses. 24 is like, yeah. You're on the cusp of not being a dumbass and almost an adult, but you're still a that is but true. Still drinking too. <laughs> uh, because the <gasps> Oh, oldest millennial is thirty nine. So thirty nine now. Okay. Yeah. So I think they said from like they're calling them zennials because the older millennials and the younger millennials are so different that they're mm-hmm. adding different names. So I'm a zennial. I'm an elder millennial, if you will, because <laughs> we're all like. We're the ones where we were pretty old when 9-11 happened. Like we yeah. were, you know, about to graduate high school. So yeah. we're a little bit different just because the economy immediately went to shit. And yeah, yeah. We became adults during like the recession and stuff. So we've, yeah. but it's also the Z and younger millennials grew up in like a country that's different than that's ever happened before. They've never not known technology. They've yeah. only known shitty recessions <laughs> like i grew up in the 90s i remember the biggest boom like our country was the richest it's ever been and then we yeah. lost everything so it's very people get people shit for like different generations but you gotta remember that some of us have only known some things and yes absolutely you know, like boomers are all bitching about millennials i'm like you bought a house mm-hmm. for ten thousand dollars and you went to school for 10 bucks don't talk to me about my choices not go there (laughs) sorry i love marie she's like i'm an old ass millennial 
But I, that was my favorite part of psychology. It's just like the generational gap of how different we all are, but how similar. Mm. But also with all this going on, it's going to be interesting how the election's going to go. I, I think yes. we like mail in and yeah, so people are going to be angry and it's going to be kind of yeah. difficult to know which way it's going to go. Yeah. So. Well, there's like a host of what, like 10 states, I think on June 3rd, the Democratic primaries are still like waiting. And so <laughs> this that's like, it's, I think, very close to the deadline. Um to submit. And so it, it could, it could be actually a big day depending upon how people vote. So yeah, it's really fascinating. Yeah. Politics are interesting to me, but it's going to be, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Cause I think yeah. that I know in Texas, the guy came out and said that old people should be willing to die so that the economy can, uh, resume. <laughs> And I was like, that's not going to bode well with the older people voting. So I don't know what's going to happen. I mean. We are living some serious history right now. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Uh, Do you have a favorite history you like to study? Yeah. So I like, well, of course, like, so like ancient history. So we're kind of like where early Christianity is and then Second Temple Judaism and that. But I also really like Russian history. So I did in college did research on the gulag and sort of like the people who ran the gulag who were in like stalin's close well before he killed everyone but a lot of these people who were like leaders in the gulag and important for sending people to these soviet prison camps also sat with the allies on the war like war crimes trials right with germany and so you're like it doesn't work (laughs) yeah that's really cool i in undergrad i wanted to take russian history but we had one of the like top russian historians in the world teaching that class and i was like oh it's gonna suck because he was like on the history channel all the time talking about russian stuff and i'm like i would fail that class because he'd be like i'm smarter than you yeah you never wanted to take the class with the world's most renowned scholar in something because you're not, you're not going to do good in it because they know yeah. everything. That's a lot of ego, I feel like. <sighs> What's the hardest class you've ever taken, Rachel? Ooh, that's a good question. Probably a math class or like physics. <laughs> or, or what is your, is math like your hardest subject? Maybe that's better. Like, or. Um, no, I think science is like for a little while, I kind of liked math because it's like really cool. You like the answer, you plug the things in and you get the answer and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. But science, I don't get science. (laughs) I try to like, I guess we had to take like a biology class, uh, Mm -hmm. just as core and nope. Oh, I was good at biology, but like the physics and chem, though, I wasn't super good at. Oh, chemistry was the only C I made in college, and I hated it so much. Yes. Uh, uh, Which side of the brain is it? Um, And what does your husband do? Is he also going to school, or what is he like? Yeah, so he, well, I am biased, but I think he's super cool. Um, he, he well, I hope, I'm glad you do. Like, that would, <laughs> that would really be terrible. I'd be so concerned. <laughs> if you're like, eh, he's all right. Well, I so he was an English major and we actually, we met in a Jane Austen class, which I think is a fun That's fact. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's a, a fun fact. And uh, 
he then, I mean, what do you do with an English major? So he like took the pharmacy tech certification test and he was a pharmacy tech in retail pharmacy for a while. And then that just gets exhausting because you're overworked and underpaid. And so then he kind of went into the insurance company route. And so now he works for Magellan Healthcare and he works in like Medicare compliance, basically. He makes sure everyone gets their shit done. Yeah. Does he like it? Some of it and some of it not. So he likes the detail oriented work and like putting all the things together, but he doesn't Mm -hmm. like bureaucracy and like working Mm -hmm. like in this weird middle management place. Yeah. You're studying. What is your end goal with what you're all you're studying and everything? Like, what do you want to do with this? I uh, hope to be an ordained Episcopal priest. Okay. And, so, and uh, I don't know what that looks like, but because I also have like justice and advocacy, I think are part of that. And so I'm not sure what that's going to look like. So. Well, it's yeah. exciting though. It is. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> we really want to continue to do this like research Um so the program I'm in, Master of Divinity, is not really a research degree. It's like a degree that forms you to be a priest. So it's like vocational school and grad school at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, but I have such a research bug. And I I guess really, really it's fighting the patriarchy in the church, right? And the systemic racism and calling that out. And then like trying to facilitate systemic change. That's mm-hmm. what... I want to do, but amazing. And did you want to do this like since your claw moment or was this something (laughs) you discovered later? Yeah. The justice part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So any of it, um, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, I always like research. I was nerdy, but couldn't make up my mind for grad school. And then I went through this like journey of having migraines every day and that derailed me and then did some yoga teaching and that wasn't right. And then ended up in the church. And so uh, being in seminary especially has brought out the justice because I think it's giving me a language to talk uh, like theologically about direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, and so now I have something tangible to dig into, you know, like being in like within the church structure, I see it a little better. So, yeah. That is so cool. Oh, you sound so smart. I feel like you guys are too cool for us. (laughs) Every time we have a guest, I'm like, you're too cool for me. Like, I don't feel worthy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm like so awkward. I was like, we have like these community lunches and um, I was like sitting with this professor and like some other people. And I was like, my superpower is awkward. (laughs) It's a good one to have. We decided that maybe having like an A stitched on my clothing probably wasn't the best because people probably wouldn't get awkward. (laughs) Or at least don't make it red. Yeah, Yeah. don't make it scarlet. You'll be fine. (laughs) Any other color. Like a bright yellow, like bright and cheery. Yes. There's nothing wrong with being awkward. Or like polka dot, like just like very clash colors or something on it. And I'm blocked my mic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or like rainbow sparkles, I think would also be good. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think we live in a good time now. Like being awkward, being a nerd, being kind of like weird is actually cool now. So it is. it's like the prime. Which is <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. So I always tell the kids at work, I'm like, it's cool to be a like total dork now. Just yeah. let your freak flag fly, kid. <laughs> be yourself. People are gonna like that way better. Yeah. Plaid. <laughs> or like if it's an A, like one half is plaid and the other is polka dots and like the middle part be like leopard like, or something. Like something like different texture. I like that. Mm-hmm. What are you And well, or you can have like a different one for every day of the week. You have to oh, also good. Oh, like accessory thing. <laughs> Accessorize my A's. Okay, if we do our Christmas thing again, I get your name. You're getting like an A necklace. <laughs> Or, or like patches or something. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> so everybody started making their wish lists for Christmas. I know. Oh, that's a fun time. Um, is your husband as religious as you are, or does does he have different beliefs? Yeah, I would say that's a good question. I'm he's sorry, like, if that's too private. But I'm always curious about how marriages work when the couples are different or, or how. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's a good question. And um, he, I would say he's su- incredibly supportive of me, but he is pretty agnostic. And uh, I'm like, you go. That's awesome. You do you. So, yeah. I have a coworker that is uh, Jewish and her husband is agnostic. And, and he is like super supportive. Like, all right, we're doing Hanukkah and we'll do yeah. all of her religions all over or you know celebrations and stuff i like that openness absolutely most agnostic people i know are probably the most accepting you know they're like it's cool what you believe i'm not gonna judge you absolutely just kind of hanging out (laughs) pretty much like these family's pretty religious but he's not he's just kind of yeah you know he's he's very accepting whatever you want to do that's your that's your deal I know Emery's family runs in church. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. They yeah. are maybe like a blasphemer. <laughs> but my sister talks about Judaism all the time. And I'm like, man, that one makes sense too. They all just make yeah. sense to me. I don't know. I haven't, I don't think I've nailed down one yet. I think everybody's cool. I just do. Every- That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Well, Episcopal is another one where I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> That one's really cool. They dig women. They're very cool. <laughs> and like, I feel like it, I don't know, at least my seminary experience is that we're just kind of a bunch of weirdos, like trying to do this, which is, you know, uh, that's really comforting. I'm glad weird is cool. Because, uh, you know, like I was in second grade, right? I don't know. Past history time. And um, we everybody was like a person of the week and we got to write on their posters. And um, I wrote you're weird on someone's poster. Cause I thought it was a compliment. Aww. And apparently it wasn't. And I was like, Oh, well I get called weird all the time. <laughs> Rachel land. Weird is good. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a compliment. But, yeah. I think it's fine. It's just whatever. Um, and my aunt Susan wrote, gave me a birthday card just this past December, and I said, "Happy birthday, weirdo!" Like on it, 
Yes. That was the card. And then she wrote like nice things inside. And she worried. She even called my mom asking like, well, now we find this because I think she's like, I think it's fun to be weird and different. Yeah. Like she's always proud of being different. And, and mom's like, yeah, it's fine. You can, you can send that to her. Like, oh my gosh, like don't overthink this. Oh. After I call y'all weirdos and people are still listening. So that's fine. I'm like, hey, weirdo. Like, <laughs> what up, weirdos? They always compliment. I just, my mom, as my mom says it, you wouldn't like me if I was normal. You know, it's yes. weird. Like, why would you want to be like everybody else? Because then there's nothing special about you. Just be weird. Yes. Here, I, I do weird things all the time. And Emery just looks at me. And he's like, he's like, you're so adorable. Like, just remember that. Because one time I'm going to annoy you and I'm going to yeah. write that you think it's adorable. Yes. We're at like, what, eight years now? And now he's just like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, you still thought this, think this was intriguing. I don't know what's happening now. <laughs> like, why can't you Mystery's gone. Okay. What you got? Yeah. <laughs> it's right well, it's funny because I think last year it was where they said it used to be the seven year itch. And then now they say like third year of marriage is the hardest. And we hit both at the same time. So seven years together, three mar- years of marriage. It's be a roller coaster. <laughs> How long have y'all been married, Rachel? Four years, four and change. So yeah. Oh, when did you guys get married? We were married on October 21st uh, in 2015. And uh, so together for eight, married for four and four in change. Yeah, I don't know. I have to math October to March. Holy crap. Yeah, same. Eight and then it's the same. We were September 14th. Yeah. That year. So we're the same. Eight and four. (laughs) And y'all made it. Congratulations. (laughs) You know, that's what I thought was fun. I'm like, we've made it over the worst, apparently, according to psychologists. Oh, that's stuck with me. That's great. We were like, we got married on a Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) um, Which was, it was like actually the anniversary of our not date date. So we're like, friends go to movies right and then I like beforehand I was like sort of nervous and I went out with a friend and we had dinner and she was like it's a date I was like it's not a date she's like it's a date and (laughs) that's how that went (laughs) yeah so like super small wedding including us there were 11 people and then the ducks of the park came which was pretty lit so amazing everywhere we go we like point out the designated duck yeah Ducks are the best. They are. Low dense. I feel uh, like we could be best friends. <laughs> oh, I thought we already were. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got married on a Monday. Just like a weird day. Be like, why would you do that? I'm like, why yeah. wouldn't you? Right. Exactly. According to the Irish, I think Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday are the most lucky days to get married. Awesome. They think it's very unlucky to get married on Saturday, which is what everybody else does. So, is it really <laughs> on them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Monday for wealth, Tuesday for health, Wednesday for oh, I forgot. It's a rhyme. Everything's a rhyme in Irish. Yes, that's true. That's but, how I learned things. Yeah, that's I don't know where the wealth is, really. but. <laughs> um, <laughs> it makes me think of this video of ducklings, so where a mom, a little mama duck crossed with all of her ducklings like crossed the road and her ducklings got uh lost in like the gutter there's yeah. like, uh, that metal railing or whatever they if you like all but like two 
she had like eight of them dropped in. Oh, uh, no. And but she wouldn't leave. And so her and like her one little duckling just stayed by it until someone called help. And they, I don't know which first responders of some kind, like I think firemen got in there and they opened it up and they found all the ducks. And then they oh. went to the other side of the road because some had washed under the road and oh they pulled all them ducks out. And then they bagged them and then released them into like a nearby they saved the ducks they did that's so good it was so cute i've seen it a few times i watch it every time so i'm like oh like i'm the 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 mama duck is so vigilant like i'm not leaving until i have every single one of them yes right and then that's why a little faith in humanity Uh, i found it it's monday for health tuesday for wealth wednesday's the best day of all thursday for losses friday for crosses and saturday is no day at all (laughs) So. <laughs> you got the best day <laughs> yay oh if you marry oh and if october you do marry love will come but riches tarry so i guess that's not great well <laughs> oh maybe it cancels out because it's wednesday but october maybe you're know. uh-huh. just like normal <laughs> marry in september shine your living will be rich and fine so September and Monday, we're supposed to be rich. What is happening, Ireland? <laughs> Where is my money? money? Maybe you need to get a B&B up and then be all good. Oh, I'm trying, everybody. Oh, people are trying me right now. These banks don't want to give me money. It's going to happen. I was supposed to say, I'm like, I'm not giving up. Somebody's going to fund me. They're just not going to like me at the end of this because I'm not going to give up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good, Marie. Good job. Oh, oh no, it doesn't say Sunday, Marie. Let me keep looking. It does. It says Sunday for crosses. Or was that a different day? Uh, Thursday or Friday. It doesn't even mention Sundays. <laughs> it's a free oh, is it like a loophole or something. <laughs> <laughs> what month were you married, Marie? <laughs> Do you know what month she was married? It doesn't say. Not yet. Uh, is this a July. Okay, hold on. July, 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 July. This is like more reason to not get married, especially if I'm superstitious. <laughs> they who in July do wed must labor always for their bread. Oh no. That's not a Pretty great funny. one. <laughs> is there any good months except maybe June? I guess that's the only good one. Uh, Mary, when the year is new, always loving, kind, and true. So that's January. When February birds do mate, you may wed nor dread your fate. So I guess that one's good too. If you wed when March winds blow, joy and sorrow, both you'll know. Oh, that one's a little. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marie was put her glasses are the shit. I'm like that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And marry in April when you can. Joy for maiden and for man. So I guess April's like the marry in the month of May. You will surely rue the day. Ooh. <laughs> See, okay, Katrina, if you're listening, it's a good thing you didn't get married in May. Your wedding got canceled because of the corona. So now oh my gosh. it's yeah. gonna be fine, Katrina. This is this is for you. Uh Mary and June when roses blow over land and sea, you'll go. So I guess you'll travel. And then I said the July with the bread. Sorry, Marie. <laughs> Whoever wed in August be many a change are sure to see. And then I'm just gonna be good. Yeah. If October you do marry, love will come, but riches tarry. So another one, you're not going to make money. <laughs> Ireland, if you wed in bleak November, only joy will come. Remember, so that's a good one too. 
And then finally, when December showers fall fast, Mary and true love will last. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Sorry for people who are the bad ones. <laughs> uh, it checks out. It's just not work really hard. Oh, I don't know. Mine says I'm going to be rich twice, and I don't, I, I'm not rich. <laughs> But I think you'll make an excellent priest, though. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. Both of you are going to be like a shining light on religion. I would go. I would go to that church. Yeah, I would. I'm really pumped. I think just hearing from both of you, just like the excitement for it. And I think that's probably most bad experiences I think people have with religion are people that are like not into it or they're burnout or they're like bitter. Yeah. Like, so people have a lot of bad things, but if like you're really into it and you guys really love it, then it's infectious. So it's really exciting. Yes. Badass women. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm super pumped that women can be. It's so cool. Now that's just so cool. I don't. Yes. Well, I mean, finally, like we can get some shit done. Get some women in here. Yeah. What are, what are the views for like LGBT stuff? Is that a church that allows that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's something too. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yay. I know. That's, yeah. 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 I know. Um, you Lutheran? There was only one church in my hometown that allowed gays in it. And I was like, I think growing up, I was like, I don't understand. There's still people. So. Yes. Yes. Same. Yeah. It's it's uh yeah. yeah everybody's people, everybody's loved. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, I'm such a hippie, I think, in the grand scheme of things. I'm like, everybody just wants to be loved and be loved, and everybody's fine. I, love <laughs> like, it. I hate nobody unless you're a dick. <laughs> like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> you know, hard same. Yeah. Yeah, man, this has been so fun having you. Uh, it has been fun. Thank you. Oh, I just love. It. I learned so much. All and the things. I know, I'm so happy. It's always like now know your voice and how you talk. Like every episode, we meet new people. So like now, when you comment and stuff, I can actually like hear it in your voice and like how yeah. you say it versus like that ho, you know. <laughs> oh it's that one like, like, like how dare she like list all these books she's researching like I just hear it in a bitchy oh, tone <laughs> oh, I love it yeah and it's just it's blown my mind like every single one of you guys are so fucking cool you know statistically mm-hmm. I think one of you guys would just be weird or like lame <laughs> You're not. No, we actually appreciate the weird. Or I we guess maybe appreciate the weird. Preppy, maybe that's like. Maybe, yeah. It's just. Weird for like me. Uh, you're also interesting and just amazing. And I just, I don't, I can't tell you guys how lucky we are to have all of you in our I get super emotional about it all the time. I'm like, I don't understand. They're too cool for me. <laughs> I don't know. And meeting you and Marie gives me like kind of like the faith in humanity because I'm not religious, but I want good things with religious people. And good role models in those community communities. Yeah. And to see y'all like it's I'm like, oh, maybe like y'all can actually help people be good and make good choices. Yeah. And I don't know. 
whatever kind of good direction helps them in their journeys. Oh, I just love it. I just, I, I think that so many people have so many bad experiences with religion because people yeah. can be so mean and so hateful Absolutely. and horrible. And just knowing that you guys are going to be giving so many great like experiences with it just makes my heart so happy. Yes. You're the kind of people I wish I had would have had in my life when I was younger. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I consider myself more spiritual because I'm kind of like hippie, but uh, uh, yes, you guys are really swaying me. <laughs> let me some liberal religions (laughs) yes oh yes you're the best too marie oh you guys are so just amazing and you jeff you're there too i see you're in there i know jeff is there oh this is so exciting what's like it's this is like super cool because like you know, I hear you on my speakers, but now I've like actually seen you. Well, I have before. This Sorry. is different. I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm participating in the video, not just watching it. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad we get to have you guys. Like, and I wait so till um, your episode airs. Oh and you can actually like listen to the conversation. Totally. <laughs> That's trauma. Okay, so like, did you have a hard time listening to yourself the first time or the all the time because hearing oh, your own voice is so weird? Luckily, Kina does the editing, and I, <laughs> uh, I actually never listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I, will... I do now is I uh, speed up the thing, so we all sound like chipmunks, and it's yeah. less it's less horrible to listen to because we all sound like chipmunks. Yeah, and it's good. super funny. I like. Yeah. I will. I will sometimes speed it up where it's like, like it's just super rude, yeah, high and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. When I did it regular time, I was like, God, I'm so fucking annoying. (laughs) It just, yeah, speeding up makes it better. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes like, I don't know. I will go back and listen to parts of it, and I have gotten more comfortable with my voice because yeah. it's out there I'm like all right y'all forcing this down your throat to listen to this yeah. amazing amber uh. <laughs> <laughs> and and now with this virtual program for the library I'm having to record myself for that so I'm like okay let's just put on the podcast stuff like energy and just try to be as positive about it as possible well it's funny his voice though we sound different when we're on the podcast, but if we're recording separately without each other, we sound different. Because, like, when I do the art history episode, I don't sound the same. And when you're doing, like, when I ask for you to send a clip in or whatever, you don't sound the same either. So it's so weird. It's, I think it's because yeah. we're, like, truly ourselves when we're on here. But yeah. when just oh, us, yeah. we're, like, a professional voice pops up and <laughs> two octaves above. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Whenever I'm doing, like, a little one-minute ad for Instagram, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm super perky and totally just down to Dr. Pepper right before this. Um, it's my story time. Thing. Like, hey, people, pay attention. And, yeah. Uh, versus now where I'm, like, I'm in pajamas and <laughs> just, it's just how I roll. It's fun. You get used to the. Oh, he's under my desk. Go get dinner. I feel like you know now that all of our classes are going to be on Zoom. I'm going to be rocking like the Zoom professional, by which I mean pajama bottoms and like a button up top. Like, <laughs> yeah. but comfortable. Yeah. No, I'm with you. 
Uh, oh yeah, just so y'all know who saw if anyone watched last night's, this is a different blue shirt. Like <laughs> in the camera is the same tone, but like it's actually a different texture entirely. So it's actually a completely different blue shirt. But I'm like, this is gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing because I wore this cardigan. It's just like a sweater thing. And I was like, what color shirt did I wear last night? I'm like, eh. oh my God. yeah. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm clean enough for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I took a shower right before this. So <laughs> I love it all day. <laughs> it's uh but there's no judgment. I know that it's gonna be so weird for people working at yeah. home or yeah. you know, trying to get a new schedule. So there's no shame in figuring out where your your footing is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh, it is one of my friends is like her and her husband are both working from home, so she's in the bedroom like trying to work, and then he's in the living room, so they don't hear each other talking and stuff. And she's like, "But now I'm just like laying in bed trying to work, <laughs> just fall asleep." Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, "You just gotta find your groove. It'll be fine." <laughs> oh man, so, it's. Yeah. Is there any other fun facts, Rachel, you like to share about yourself? Fun facts. <laughs> You're singing, <laughs> maybe? <laughs> like, I like to sing when I'm really bad at singing. Um, but sometimes I break into song. When I was a kid, I like, they called it the Rachel rap because I would just like sing everything and like incorporate, like I'd be in my like car seat jamming out to like my own music and like we'd be like 7-Eleven or like the Lego. <laughs> I love that. Can so you much. please start a YouTube channel that's racial crap? <laughs> like, I would love that, please. This is amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> the I best mean, is <laughs> the first song needs to be A's for awkward, and then <laughs> Rachel Rav with the the top hit A is for awkward mm-hmm. and pajama pants at work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just asking, what historical figure would you have dinner with? Oh, that's a good one. And favorite dinosaur. Very important as well. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> favorite dinosaur. What? Um, like, as terrifying it is, uh, like, velociraptors mostly because the women are the smart ones and they hunt in groups and but also terrifying like i can never work in an industrial kitchen thanks jurassic park because yeah no right <laughs> traumatizing <laughs> oh man historical this is a good question i don't know um it's hard because there's so many i mean history is like forever forever yeah <laughs> It's like from a second ago and beyond. It's, it's hard to pinpoint one. Yeah, I don't know. This is how we feel when people ask us questions. We're like, uh. it's like the worst, right? Because I'll like be brushing my teeth later and like come up with the like sickest yeah. answer. I'll be like, yo, <laughs> if you do, um, you don't have one right now and you think of something you want to add, please put it in the comments on this video or make a post about it in our Patreon group. I'd love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you, Marie. Or anything else you want to share, like, like, like the new lyrics to your Rachel's rap, you know, whatever you come up with. I'll rap about it and I'll put it in the episode. <laughs> Just in the <laughs> okay. Goals. Plan for tomorrow. To-do list. Yes. Just get it to me before next Tuesday. Because I'll probably do this last minute on Tuesday. Can we make it into a uh, 
it needs to be a music video. And and like talking about the Jurassic Park, and don't you think of like Family Guy when he has the two dinosaurs? He's like dun 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 dun. dun. Like he's just doing this. So I'm imagining like her rapping. We have these dinosaurs. Oh my god, across. Yes. Oh, <laughs> she'll record your music video. We got this. Production. This is amazing. I love it. We all need some joy in our lives right now, Rachel. Joy and dinosaurs. <laughs> joy and dinosaurs. Oh, Anne Boleyn. Oh, that's cool. That's what yeah. Mark put. Anne Boleyn is very cool. <laughs> the shit is happening. <laughs> I, think, I think at this point, you're not going to have any choice. I think Marie's going to be on your ass about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> we are going to socially distance recording this music video. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. happening. <laughs> Oh, this brings me so much happiness. But it was so amazing to meet you. I hate to end this now because it's been awesome, but we have to record the something else after this. Whatever we're recording. That's really bad. That's that's the phrase of the day, apparently. (laughs) Whatever you see me moving like this, it's like uh, I gotta pee. Oh, the pee pee dance. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, please don't make that a thing. It's like, <laughs> like the, the we're all chair away. <laughs> I always wait in between like things we record by the end of one. I'm like, uh oh. yes. Thank you, friends. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you've just been the best. We're so excited to have mm-hmm. you. I know I have faith more uh hope and faith for the future now, like in whatever church you have. Like, oh, that's so awesome. Yes. This will come out next week, which I hopefully by next week things haven't gotten worse. <laughs> so we'll just all. I mean, yes, absolutely. We're all happy and laughing now. We'll see. I will still be happy and laughing because I don't know anything. Like I don't. I'll be on Netflix, right? It's fine. It's all good. Oh man! <sighs> Until Netflix goes out, it did this morning, and I was like, no. No, you cannot no. do this on Netflix because I guess there's like a overwhelming need for Netflix right now. Oh, crazy. really? No. Yeah, it okay, well, that's why I got Hulu and Disney Plus. I know. <laughs> there's choices. There's lots of things to name. Need my options. <laughs> just, just watch Frozen two again. You'll be fine. Oh my gosh, I would be okay with that. Actually, so good. I really liked it. Oh, I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it. Oh, you have to. It's good. Find somebody with Disney Plus and then watch it. <laughs> yes. There's nothing wrong with a little mooching. That, it's a pandemic. Yeah. It's okay. It's not <laughs> pandemic rules. Not it's normal. Necessity. <laughs> Sorry. There's a part where Olaf reenacts the whole first movie. And I was like, this has brought me more joy than anything I've watched this year. It <laughs> is really good. And um, after a reenact it about like when he gets to the betrayal and everything, like the people, the villagers that are watching this are so enthralled by his makeshift 10 second play of the yeah. run. Oh, like, I need a kiss to survive. And he's like, no, it's a twist. I don't love you. And everybody's like, oh no. And like like a big uh, barbarian man's like crying. Like, it's like, what That's happened? Like, <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I also like Tangled. That's a good one. Uh, Tangled is amazing. I'm so sad. Uh, So real quick, this Friday, we are doing a virtual movie night Mm -hmm. where 
uh, through the library. You can, I picked Hooked because I figured that's plenty of, it's a classic that like nostalgia, like people would, adults and kids would like. It's on Netflix. But I love The Princess and the Frog that Kina said and the Lego movie was good by the Crystal. Tangled was one of my favorites too. And so hopefully this is a thing we're doing it. Hopefully we'll get to do a community group chat on Facebook. So it's like bringing the families together and community group chat on Facebook. Luckily, I email everyone uh, of my coworkers, all 300 staff of cows, and it's been shared several times. (laughs) Like people share this shit. This would be a thing. (laughs) Have you seen that meme about Tangled? Like, man, she was in quarantine, and somebody was like, Google what the oh. name of the town was, and it was Corona. And people were like, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Corona just means sun, and like their symbol is the sun. So, yeah. it's not yeah. some conspiracy, but I was like, Man, that's a weird coincidence. Everything's a conspiracy. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> you want it enough, everything is conspiracy. Yeah. Or I do like when people link all the Disney movies together and it almost makes sense. Like before Frozen 2, like these were the parents that that's how mm-hmm. they died and that's how Tarzan was a thing because they died in a ship too. And mm-hmm. yeah. just, Frozen 2 ruined like three theories I'd heard and I was like, like damn it. <laughs> but they probably did that on purpose. <laughs> like, all right, whatever they're predicting, we're doing the opposite of just yeah, this yeah. first fight. <laughs> she did break quarantine and Who'd she kill? What lady died? The, the uh, yeah. Okay, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, don't break quarantine. Hours. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I'm telling you guys, this is our time. All they're asking of us is to wash your hands and watch Netflix. We got this. <laughs> Generation, oh, we've good. been preparing for this our whole lives. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> Uh, okay, building. You have to record more, Rachel. Yeah. It's been excellent, and all right, we have to do this again. We will because we're gonna rotate everything. And I love it. And please keep posting on our stuff. You know, message us whatever you'd like. It's yeah. awesome. We're now best friends. You have no choice. Yay! Yes. Oh, well, thank All you right. guys for listening. We'll see you Sunday with the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.